0: everybody and welcome to another edition of Hit The Lights Plus. Once again I'm joined with Gary. How are you doing Gary?
1: Yeah I'm doing great thanks.
0: Good good good. Um, I thought tonight we could have a bit of a different podcast. I uh, recently put a question out on social media and I just thought me and you could have a back and forth talking about said question.
1: Yeah I do enjoy our back and forths. Yes (laughs) quite.
0: So, right, get straight into it then. What my post I put on there was, as an electrician, do you think that we are taught enough at college to do what we do to the standards that we should?
1: Okay, right. If we're going to have this conversation, let's define standards.
0: Okay, a quality install to something that, obviously, I like to think you and I have enough experience in the electrical industry to de- to say whether
1: something is good or not. There's good, and then there's right. Isn't there? I think that's what we opinion. Well,
0: it's right or it's wrong, isn't it? There is no (laughs) (laughs) middle ground. Are we starting the back and forth already?
1: It seems that way.
0: No, I appreciate there's, let's, you know, to use the phrase, more than one way to skin a cat,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: more than one way to peel an apple for our vegan friends. No, so standards. I would define standards as working to how it should be, to the regulations. So if you look at that, as a competent person, you say, well, there isn't anything wrong with that. Yes, there might be something I would do differently, but I can't fault the work that's been carried out, nor would anyone. You're not going to end up in a court of law through negligence. It is, you know, the work has been carried out suitably as it should be.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll buy into it so we can have a good conversation. Uh, Perhaps I should say
0: in accordance with BS 7671 and with no non-conformities to electricity or workout regulations. Fine, I can live with that. Yeah, would that be a better response? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I guess the first port of call would be to see what your opinion is, just straight off the bat, with no talking about it by too much. What's your initial response?
1: My honest initial opinion would be No. We're not taught enough in college. But then I would also add to that. How much do you you expect to be taught at college? You know, if you think about the amount of time we spend there, I mean, so my own experience, one day a week for three years. um, And of that time, you know, obviously you're learning fundamental science as part of it. You're then maybe doing a bit of practical. Um, Your day is divided up into what, four lessons three four lessons um theoretically so you know a third of a day once a week um to learn the relevant standards that you should be installing to. is that I was sufficient
0: say, at college how long do you actually think you are learning because i remember we used to shoot off to town to a mcdonald's <laughs> um you know you'd uh you'd be sent up to the library for a revision which meant the tutor's going for a cigarette or mm. a coffee break or something like that. So I think probably out of the what expected eight hours in that one day you have, I think probably half that time from my personal experience was spent actually formally learning, be it practical or theory.
1: Yeah, um, yeah mine was much the same for the first year um, because I was one of the few who had GCSEs that were uh, A to C didn't have to go and reset basic English and maths, you know, so I had that time to myself, two hours every week. So I used to just go home for two hours and then come back. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, it it depends how you want to take it. Are we talking about actually understanding the regs? It's an open
0: to interpretation question. The whole point of it was to try and get a discussion going. And if I'm honest, I've never had such a response from a social media question in my life. Yeah. i actually just not even replied to anyone because I'm not sure where to start because I've got so many different angles coming okay. at me. I've had you know, direct messages, and this is on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought this would probably be the easiest way to answer said questions. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, but what I was saying in that is that there is no... Why? so yeah you can say is it the regs yes it'd be great to have regs but as we all know the regs are the minimum standard as mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are saying at the minute so it really depends on how far you want to carry this conversation i guess
1: yeah i mean i i think my initial my initial thought is yes they should be doing it can they do it with the time available probably not no so i think uh, there has to be a heavy reliance on the employer the electrician training you as an apprentice
0: right okay and then just to sort of put a couple of thoughts out there as a disclaimer this is by no means an attack at the colleges or the tutors which i appreciate they're all massively understaffed underpaid working really hard to maintain it all so it's it's not an attack at anybody nor the students who i appreciate you know some of us go out there and they want to learn as much as possible but you can only learn the information that you are given
1: yeah I think that I think that's uh, a symbiotic relationship it is yeah definitely um, and then also it's not an attack on
0: the practical experience because I expect the practical experience to be picked up from the workplace which is why you do day release or block release or something similar mm-hmm. so chasing a wall or you know running a cable learning how to terminate the socket, and even to a point testing I think a lot of that should be carried out on site, therefore away from the college. And this has nothing to do with your on-site learning experience.
1: So do you feel that we were wasting our time um, by doing, because I did two and a half hours practical every week, you know, working on the boards, whether it was installing mini trunking, singles, uh, twin and earth, clipping it. Was that a waste of time? Uh, yes and no.
0: I think it's good and I get people send me pictures of those little boards at colleges saying you know what do you think of this and how do you think I've done this and there might be a bit of bent conduit and I'll say oh well personally I think that bends a bit tight or it's a bit swept or it's a bit staggered on one end or they'll do some clipping and I'll say well don't put a clip on the bend you know come in 100 mil either side for example or something like that so but again that is Back to the standards thing, that's how I would like to see it. I'm not saying either it's right or wrong, because certain circumstances you need a swept bit of conduit and other times you need a a tighter bend. So learning to do that is good because you're not wasting company time or that's why you've gone to college to learn. So intermediate switching, there's more than one way you can do it. You can three plate, two plate, fed intermediates.
1: So that's all good to learn. But is, is that not something that should be day to day? You've, you're learning that in the, you know, the 80% of your your week, you know, the other four days a week where you're out on site actually doing the work. Is that not ample enough opportunity to learn that? Well, I think it is. But the only
0: reason I'm sort of saying I like the college work is because so many people you talk to, if you say Fed, Intermediate, Switch, their head just explodes. And, yeah. you know, I was obviously lucky to go through these processes throughout my employer when I was doing my apprenticeship. And I'm not saying that other people have poor apprenticeships, but perhaps they weren't as lucky as I was. So where are they going to learn this?
1: I, I never struggled with it, but um, it was one of those where I spend more of my time doing the the motors, you know, and, and things like that and pumps. I, I never really spent a lot of time sitting doing lighting circuits. Um, so it was one of those where I got the opportunity to sit and do it. I probably wouldn't have learned too many other ways of, of doing lighting if it hadn't have been for those boards.
0: Oh, I'd probably say the same for me with a direct online starter motor I wired one at college haven't wired one since and if I had to wire one now I would definitely need a wiring diagram which I'm sure I could work out but yeah it's something I haven't done so would I say it was worth doing at college I don't know because I would have no recollection of doing that right now I would have to pick that up and relearn.
1: learn mm. yeah fair enough
0: so, yeah, what you're saying is, should we get the practical experience on site for the jobs roles that we're in?
1: Yeah, I think for me, taking it back to the, the fundamental of the question, being the standards, and if we're going to call that definition the you know BS 7671, how can we expect them to install and understand to that level if they aren't immediately starting to be taught the regs? the understanding the how and why um you know the fundamental principles of, of what you're doing throughout your job because i said so i wasn't taught that until i think midway of my second year where they kind of threw in the 17th edition to you know just get an additional one under our belt the, the college threw it in yeah um similar there so anything i'd done up to that point i had no idea even up to the end of completing the 17th, I had a better understanding of some of it.
0: Do you feel that we should perhaps have a year or two's site experience before going to college so we can better relate the information to what we
1: do on site? Yes and no. I think it would be unrealistic probably to expect that. I think it's worthwhile having the experience post qualification to implement the knowledge and find out the experience because it's a bit like one of those yeah you're ready to go out and start installing and testing and whatever you need to do for your installations but you're not going to have encountered every issue or counter regulation up to that point particularly if you're given a scenario on a bench you're not going to come across well shit i got joists here i've got pipework there i got how am i going to get around it you're not going to face that on a board and you're not going to face it in one of their cubicles because they don't put all those services in no um, and i think um relating back to items such as the building regulations,
0: part A for structures, part B for fire safety, part P obviously electrical safety, and other other letters are available, but um, stuff yeah. like that which I found you pick up on site because you're actually physically seeing it, it's in a in a room, it's in a house, it's in a building, it's in a, you know, you've got fire compartmentation, so on
1: so forth, which is better learned on site. Yeah, no, I agree. Um I think one of the things as well we probably we do have to pay our dues here, we're probably ended up slating the colleges a little bit, but you know, they have limited resources available to them to actually implement a lot of this stuff. And if if you haven't got that, it does end up becoming more of a textbook exercise, doesn't it? And you sit and look at it. How many
0: should it be? Because I know people that have done three, four years at college and never had a job in their life. So how are they relating it? Whereas obviously back to my own experience, I was lucky enough to be able to relate the two, so I could take more away from it. You um, know, it's difficult, you know. Real world applications here. The colleges need money, and to make money, they need students. And if the students don't have a job, then what are they going to do? They can't just say, "Oh no," they're going to need people to keep coming in because it affects their budgets.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a if diff- it's a difficult one. I mean, we one of the key points as well is is catering for everyone that walks through the door you know everyone has different learning needs everyone comes from different backgrounds everyone comes from different sectors of the industry Um, how can a college be expected to fund all of that um, without some impetus coming from the student you know many Of apprentices that I've known have not been dedicated as we've kind of said to the learning when you're you're at that age. You get the young attitude don't you and perhaps when you know some
0: people aren't as committed as others and you know the commitment changes as they their lifestyle changes you know you might have a, a child and think oh suddenly I need to earn money I better pay attention here or similar things happen but um you know again it's not a moan
1: at the colleges because they are doing what they can with what they have yeah i mean if say afdds become enforced in the near future how how the hell are any is any college going to afford an afdd how are they currently affording to demonstrate and show search protection in colleges and we're 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 sending out electricians fresh into the field after completing their their education without ever potentially ever having looked at it, It, although theoretically they should have done it in their day job. I'm sure there are still so many instances of um, apprentices coming out who haven't experienced X, Y and Z in a similar way. I was very motors and pumps centric and control panels based and you were very domestic based. We come from two different worlds. I'd encountered surge protection quite a lot and have done throughout my my career because it's part of panels, um, you know, in terms of protecting assets and things like that. But it might be quite a new thing to yourself now, and it will be new to electricians qualifying in the last year or so. Exactly. And I also find a lot of people, you know, when you
0: have the old chat with someone in the wholesalers, some people say, Oh, I, I still don't bother to fit an SPD. And in my mind, I think that's absolutely ludicrous. You know, I know you can sort of give the client the option and get it in writing that they don't want it if the value of the equipment isn't seemed um, worth it, but the reality is you can pick them up for about £30. And if someone can't afford the 30 quid on top of a consumer unit, it takes you about five minutes to install. With that, it, it's a no brainer for me, and it does work. I've had instances where um, transient voltages have taken out cooker extractors, fans in an oven, LED lighting in a kitchen, just one event. But if i had an spd in it it would
1: have saved sort of six seven hundred quid yeah i mean one of those things as well uh, like all the devices that are coming out with you know ev is there any section you know as the regs have expanded in recent years uh, you know how are the colleges covering that other than just stipulating the new regs you know they've got to give experience for that you know i personally have never done uh, an actual ev installation I, you know i've managed them and stuff like that in the past but this was way before it was even a feature in the regs and stuff like that and i can guarantee those installations probably aren't up to scratch now i can say i have done the 2919
0: city and guilds ev course i've also done the iets online ev course i've also read the, the, the third and the fourth edition ev charger code of practice and i'd still have to double check before installing every time because the manufacturers have different information, every survey is completely different it's a very niche industry there's a lot of specialism
1: there yeah so maybe we've um we're digressing a little bit back back to the question what's your what's your opinion on it? My opinion on it is we go to college, we learn what we learn, and
0: I just personally don't feel like it is long enough at college. And I know of them saying, what, you know, they well, yeah, were there forever. But I just feel the information that we have to know, like you said, SPDs, EV, EICRs, testing abilities, you have to know how to design a circuit. You have to know how to find. You have to be able to route your cables properly. You've got a building regs knowledge. You've got to have CDMs knowledge. And, you know, it just goes on and on and on. ESQCR, BS7671, Electricity at Work Act, PUMA regulations. It, that's just domestic. That's without going even to the sort of realms of what you have to come across in industrial practices. But um, to learn all of that, you have to go on a journey, which I appreciate people say, well, you go, you finish college, then you continue it. But no one's there to guide you. So a lot of people are getting different opinions. But if you had an industry standard and a tutor at the front of a class will say, well, this is the regulation for the next week or two weeks, we're just going to go over the building regs and how it applies to electricians which I know some colleges might do, but not if they had the time and the budget there to do this. If you were doing, say, five years at college instead of four, and I know people that are doing a level two on an evening, for me it was a day release for two
1: years. They're doing it in a year, three hours an evening. So where, I mean, obviously we've got the other extreme in our industry with short courses. I mean, that it's already a battle to keep people in a three-year course let alone you know digressing to a six-week course but
0: you you know I appreciate everyone needs their route into the industry and all the rest of it and I don't have a problem with anybody that's done a short course because at the end of the day you've consoled a dream and you don't know what you don't know that's the point I'm trying to make it all stemmed because I've recently signed on to the uh, another IET course they've got an electrical design course and I've done the two three nine six and I find the content on this IET design course a thousand times better than what I was taught and it takes you all through the regs and the rest of it. And I also I'd recommend it. Anyone who wants to learn more about design, do this course. But you just think that's not even half of it. It's not even a fraction of it. And I'm not saying everyone has to know everything, but it's a lot of fundamental principles which will carry you through and give you the knowledge and experience which you can apply and carry out quality installations.
1: So I'm going to pick you up there. Does it give you the experience? That's ultimately what you've now got, and you now know what you didn't know then.
0: Well, if let's say you've got two people. You've got person one who's just gone through college in three years, and he's gone out to do the same job. Yeah, they're quoting for the same job. But this person's done his time and all the rest of it. Let's say he's done two, three, nine, one and everything. And then you've got person B who's done... I'm not going to pick a short course. I'll go the other way. They've carried on. They've done a two, three, nine, six, maybe HNC, HND, And they've also time served and got experience, but they know more product knowledge. And when they come to design, they've experienced design challenges through qualifications. So when they go there, they think, well, actually, I'm going to put an SPD on this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave a thermal break here. I'm going to switch this in this way because of a problem I've encountered before. I feel like a lot of this could be taught if you add more time at college. So it saves, you know, when you go back to a job, sometimes you think, "Who the bloody else been here, and why have they done this, and all the rest of it?" It's not because they necessarily wanted to install it; It's perhaps they haven't had the knowledge to do it.
1: But I mean, does that not all come down to the diligence of the, you know, the person? There'll be those who, well, I do know about it, but do you know what? I want to win the work. And I'm I'm willing to play by the rules to to get the work and uh, get it in as cheap as possible. And if that means I can bend the rules to omit an SPD, you know, here, there, where, wherever I can, but still give theoretically a compliant installation. Okay, I may not have the product knowledge. I might not get, you know, you might not get the 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 maintenance benefits or the long term benefits that you you know the the second person in that scenario might offer. But well- i i can't think like that i don't think like that But a lot of people a lot of people do
0: oh and i don't you know i'm not saying they're right and i'm wrong or i'm wrong and they're you know which way you want to go with it but um i thought there was a wrong and a right no not now <laughs> now all it is is i appreciate you know there's loopholes and do you want to be someone who installs to loopholes or someone who installs to the best they can do because there's value
1: So I would argue the better approach isn't necessarily targeting colleges. I think colleges do what they can do. The the funds that they've got, the person who's intending and their attitude, I think that's all set. You can't change those things as it stands in the system. What I think we can do better is CPD. And I'll probably get a lot of fucking electricians groaning at that. But I think if there was... Better accessible CPD to learn products, to do more quick courses, whether it was with the IET like you did with your design. or yeah, But uh, I think there is that because that's what I've done.
0: I mean, I appreciate I'm a right old bore and my hobby would be to do these courses. I quite enjoy it. And who's got the time for that? You know, I make the time for that. And that's what I get up to in my spare time, which is why I'm a barrel of laughs and have loads of friends so I appreciate it's a time consuming thing which is why I went down the college route
1: because if you have another year or two at colleges then you're you're there to learn aren't you all all I can say from my own personal situation is I wanted to earn as much as possible as quick as possible Um, and I whilst I can have some perspective and hindsight now if you were to talk to me at the age of 24 I would have told you to f off (laughs) and that I'm qualified and I would be doing the work well, I was the same. Once I'd done my 2391 and I went on my own, I thought, well, that's it. i
0: peaked. There's nothing more I can learn. <laughs> well, I did. That, that, I know. That's how I thought. And I've been on this journey since probably five or six years I've been on my own now. And um, I knew nothing. And I am more humble now than I was then because I can appreciate how little I actually know, even though I've consistently learned over the last five or six years.
1: I still, I still firmly believe that we don't teach enough of the regs throughout the curriculum rather than just teaching it as here's the regs book, here's the regs exam. I think we don't integrate that enough into the education throughout the practical, throughout the electrical science, um, through all the subjects that we have to cover. Uh, again, I can't speak for all places of learning, but I was never
0: taught the relation between the two. So whenever I have apprentices, I always say, this is why you learn this. Mm. And this is how you apply this information. Yeah, I was exactly if, the same. I, even I, if you're designing I, a circuit, I'll say, look, we've got 25 meters of so-and-so here. This is what we've designed. Now we're going to do an R1, R2. Oh, look, it, it's close, if not bang on, because mm. you've designed. They say, oh, that's why we do that. Well, yeah, it's, it helps you with your initial verification. And if there's a fault, you can use similar methods to track where the location will
1: be yeah exactly i mean i was just chucked a, a mul- multiple exam paper um you know several of those and literally the guy walked out of the room and that was it we were left it, left that and it, it was off our own backs that we had to go and look at the stuff and and find it out for ourselves and um yeah i mean that's why pretty much like the 18th edition when it came round. I just did self-study. I didn't bother signing on to a course. I I watched some videos online, you know, the likes of Sparky Ninja and all those sorts of videos that are available just to kind of have somebody in the room kind of talking to you. But I I struggle to find the value in in those sorts of courses now, unless it's proper, prolonged education. Like you say, the the last valuable one for me was my HNC that I really took something away from. But yeah, I, I didn't take a massive amount away from college. I, I took more away from work at that period of time when I was learning because I, I was very very fortunate to have strict electricians to work with who didn't let standards slip, did inform you on the science, you know, as you went on behind it. Would you say that was due to the industry that you worked in? Possibly, yeah. Um, there wasn't, as much as there is a, a money earning mentality to it it was it was as important about getting it right and looking good you know when you've got main works contractors you've got water utility companies coming and witnessing and watching
0: that work well i know of domestic contractors and obviously this is sickening and horrible and all the rest of it but they employ apprentices to like 10 apprentices to one electrician and they effectively use them as cheap labor big companies sort of that i know of that are doing this and the one electrician becomes perhaps a supervisor let's say and then the apprentices are carrying out the work but then the standard is minimal because they're not being shown or taught they're just trying to get the work done for cheap
1: yeah i mean that that's that's exactly one of the main issues that we have with the industry isn't it
0: yeah yeah there's a few out there but it's um, it was and that's just... not and that's not those apprentices fault either no certainly not because you you are only as good as what you're taught and again, I was very lucky to have a, a very good teacher. What happened then? Well, I show, showed them up, <laughs> didn't I? I became the teacher.
1: I was going to say, I wonder why you're missing a few teeth. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's a challenge. I've obviously put the post out there and had a lot of response, of which 95% of people have said no. They just say they just want to get you through the exams and get you out the door. And that's the other end of the you know the table. They just want people in and out. Colleges are colleges and all the rest of it, but sometimes they just get pushed through as a, a budget if they're not that interested or they haven't got a job. They're just there to fill a place, yeah. which also isn't good. You need to make sure you're getting proper apprenticeships and all the rest of it. And obviously, there's a lot of people out there now who are helping people find apprenticeships as well, which is brilliant. Just to reiterate, it's definitely not the college's fault. It's not the tutor's fault. It's not the apprentice's fault. But someone's the fucking It's you. probably my fault. <laughs> <laughs> It was just just me banging on about how much there is to learn out there and how whenever you go to quote for works, there's always someone who's going in and you look at that and think, well, they're not doing half the work that they should be, in my opinion. And I appreciate probably I'm being a little bit pedantic on some jobs, but I just want it to be right. Someone's paying me the money and I want them to get the value for their money. And I wouldn't say I was charging any more than any other contractors near me because I know I'm not. In fact, some of them are charging more than me but then my materials are more because I'm fitting type 3 SPDs, I'm fitting type 2 SPDs, I'm fitting RCBO boards, which, you know, not necessarily the big boys, the Schneider, the Works and the Hager, but I know conversation between quality over compliance. Now, I just wanted to have the conversation to perhaps make people think when they're going to design their next job and that perhaps there's more CPD out there for them to learn, even if we don't call it CPD, just picking up the manufacturer's instructions or picking up the phone and talking to a technical helpline because a lot of the work you go to you just think
1: Can yeah I, I, you I do
0: tried
1: it. it is something that's underutilized is contacting the manufacturer I think we all tend to just look for the solution ourselves rather than actually saying to just picking up the phone like you say to whoever and saying do you have a solution for this scenario and how much is it
0: Yeah, I mean I've done that loads
1: I no
0: there's no shame in asking for help and at the end of the day they're the people making the stuff they should know and quite often you don't buy it from them anyway it's through a wholesaler so they're not even selling it to you they're just saying this is our solution buy it locally yeah well well, thank you for
1: joining me gary you're welcome it's been fantastic thank you (laughs) thank you everybody
0: Seven off my chest, you know. I have a lot of emotions. There is a chance I'm the idiot. I knew nothing.